Did you know that Black and White Sports is the largest independently owned conservative sports brand in the world? We have over 125,000 subscribers on YouTube and over 39 million views. Our episodes get more views than most ESPN programming every single day. And now we have exploded on podcast. We brought our episodes to podcast for you to enjoy at work, school, in the car, on the beach, wherever you choose to consume our audio. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Subscribe now. Also, you can help sponsor the podcast for as little as 99 cents per month. The link is in the description on with the show. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money. From going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use mump fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, mump fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi Coffee delivered to you today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports we're going to do a follow-up video here about the ESPN anchor from yesterday that was going through a highlight read, and she dropped what seemingly uh, appeared to be, sounded like, a big fat N-bomb during her read. Well, we know there's been a lot of controversy around that right now because 
Uh, the Colorado Rockies had an incident. They thought they had an incident at their ballpark the other day where a fan seemingly also dropped a big fat M-bomb, which is supposedly sitting out there hollering the N-word. Well, except he wasn't. They went through a full investigation. They got a hold of direct audio, and they talked to fans sitting all around this particular fan, and they found out, no, he was yelling dinger to the team's mascot, which is a dinosaur. And, of course, dinger is another name for a home run. Well, it seems that dinger has been the source of controversy, not not necessarily the dinosaur, but when it comes to the N-word. Yesterday, when we did this video, we said, look, we're not looking for this ESPN anchor to be canceled. Because it very much seemed like she had made a jumbled word mistake. Well, even what we thought we heard probably wasn't what we thought we heard. She has come out and she has denied that she said that. Now, I don't know. I left that up to you guys. If you can go out there and find the video, you can watch it. We had to yank the video down, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, not not because of the story, but because we included the video in it of what she said. Thanks, powers that be. Well, anyway, uh, the point is, if you go and you watch the video, <laughs> it sounds bad, okay? It sounds much more... Um, provocative, let's say, than what the fan supposedly said that Lewis Brinson of the uh, Marlins is still he doubling down on it. It's still claiming the fan said, even though there's proof out there that he didn't. However, the point was we weren't trying to get this lady canceled, this anchor, uh, because it seemed like, one, an honest mistake, an honest jumbling of words, and uh, two... We did want to expose the hypocrisy of the fact that if it would have been a white male that made this mistake, especially a straight Christian white male, the media and everybody, all the usual suspects, would have started crawling out of their holes in the ground to absolutely crush and cancel this entity. Make no mistake, they would have ran the ESPN anchor out. I don't care who they were. They would be gone today. And that did not happen. It was a silent night, deadly night out there. It was There was absolutely nothing coming out about this thing. Uh, we were trying to research, couldn't find anything. The only place there was anything was OutKick. Well, there's been a follow-up because she's come out and said, I didn't say it. And i got to be honest with you, I, I think I believe her, okay? Um, I don't see any reason to not believe her if she's saying this is what she said. ESPN host, I said digger, not the N-word when trying to say dinger. Guys, if, I, if it was me, I would stay away from dinger, okay? Just when you thought this week couldn't get any crazier, just a joke, Kenzie, over at OutKick. Uh, just when you thought this week couldn't get any crazier, SportsCenter host has issued her defense over what sounded like the N-word slipping out during a Monday morning highlight package. Collins said that the word digger, quote digger, and I believe her name is Antoinetta Collins, uh, 
or Tony Collins is short. Collins says the word digger came out of her mouth instead of dinger when reading the copy over the highlights of Albert Pujols hitting a home run. Albert Pujols hits, still hits home runs? That may be the most surprising thing to come out of this. Quote, I never said that, Collins wrote Monday on Instagram. Look, we're not in the cancellation business, so there's no need to go attacking Tony Collins over anything. I agree with OutKick here. The big news here is that someone on the Sports Center staff wrote, quote, Dinger into a highlight copy when the whole Rockies non-controversy was brewing. Are you kidding me? Dinger is the last word that Collins should have been navigating Monday morning. Digger or the N-word? You make the call. And there is... You can go to OutKids' website and listen to the video. Uh, we're not putting that video up again on this channel, okay? Um, the powers that be nailed us on it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, deemed too controversial for YouTube. Let's put it that way. Uh, so anyway... I don't, look, I don't think this ESPN anchor should be canceled. But it was amazing the lack of backlash that came out of what seemed to be a mistake. Okay? Um, and we were trying to show that, look, had somebody else done this, Mike Greenberg or somebody like that, you know, Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, um, insert any number of, good God, if Ryan Rosillo would have done it when he was still with ESPN, they would have crucified him. You know, Boston boy, they already thought he was, you know, had some issues there. Um, you know, they would have they would have came after him. The the Jamel Hills and the Dan uh Dan Lebetards and all the usual race baiting snakes would have crawled out of their holes to have jumped all over, insert said white guy here, John Anderson, Neil Everett, whoever. And they didn't do it. Everything went surprisingly quiet. Huh. Are we getting out of the cancellation business? I bet we are not. I bet we are not. So, she comes out. She says she said digger. I'm inclined to believe her. Uh, I certainly do not believe, even if she dropped the other word, that she did it uh, as anything more than a honest-to-God mistake. And... You know, some people will say, I even saw a, a quote where somebody said, that must have been a word on your mind. Stop it. You know, I mean, somebody can get their words mixed up. It is what it is. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for black and white sports. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when we choose to be Jussie Smollett or Bubba Wallace. Well, now we've got a case where it looks like it looks like the Marlins Lewis Brinson has decided to double down on this Rockies fan who who knows how bad his life's gotten all of a sudden over the fact that he's hollering at a mascot dinosaur and he was labeled as having said the N-word originally 
And the Rockies sent out this ultra-woke statement about we're not putting up with any racial issues, except this racial issue was not a racial issue. The guy was hollering for their dinosaur mascot named Dinger. You can't make this crap up, folks. Well, now, Lewis Brinson is doubling down. Full Bubba Wallace, Jesse Smollett style. is doubling down on something that's already been proven false. Quote, I keep hearing the N-word. Marlins' Lewis Brinson doesn't buy the Rockies' claim that fans said Dinger not a racist slur. Following a brief investigation, the Colorado Rockies confirmed a fan at Kersfield was yelling Dinger, not a racial slur originally believed to be directed at Marlins' outfielder Lewis Brinson. But Brinson, who is black, was in the batter's box for the incident and remained skeptical. I watched it a lot, especially when I heard that he said dinger instead of the N-word, Brinson told reporters Monday night. Personally, and this is again my personal opinion, I personally keep hearing the N-word. It's not that I want to hear it. Are we sure about that, Lewis? I never want to hear it. Are we sure about that, Lewis? Part deux. Personally, I've never called that, been called that in person to my face or in a baseball field. Guess what? You still haven't outside the baseball field ever. So I don't know what my reaction or anything would be if I got called that. If you were in the batter's box, what was your reaction, dude? I mean, really? After opening an investigation to find out who yelled what believed to be a racial slur at Brinson, the Rockies confirmed the fan was actually trying to get the attention of the team's purple dinosaur mascot who was walking in the area of a crowd behind home plate. The Rockies came to the conclusion after reviewed video, audio, and interviewed multiple people. In other words, they interviewed people that was around the guy, including the fan who yelled Dinger. According to the Rockies, season ticket holders sitting nearby the incident contacted the organization to defend the fan and explain the mix-up. So the fans started calling the Rockies and said, no, I was sitting right there. That's not what this guy said. No players, including Brinson, reacted. What does this tell us? You didn't even react to it. Reacted to the incident at the time of the shouts. Both broadcasts picked up the audio with Marlins play-by-play. Paul Severino immediately apologizing to the audience for what he believed to be racial slurs getting picked up by the Bally Sports Florida microphones. Although Brinson does not hear Dinger when he watches the video, he remains open to the fact that the fan may be yelling for the Rockies mascot. Then why are you talking about this? You're making it worse. I'm human. I have sympathy, Brinson said. If I was yell- if he was yelling for the mascot, I am sorry for any backlash or, un- un- or anything unnecessary that he's getting right now. But yet, you are willing to double down on it and continue an ongoing narrative. So it seems to me like you're the one sitting in the stands right now, waving a flag, hoping this was some kind of a racial incident when it wasn't. What do you have to what do you have to hear? The Rockies said we actually obtained video and audio. We're not talking about what the fans picked up yesterday that we had in our video here. We're talking about they got audio and video from various broadcast entities 
they heard exactly what the fan said, and the fan said dinger, dinger, which is another term, a slang term for a home run, is what their mascot is named. Well, you're doubling down on it. You're making this worse for this fan. Okay, I have sympathy. No, you don't, or you would shut up. You would shut up. Instead, you're trying to keep this, this narrative going right here. By saying what you said, you are trying to keep this in the news cycle. There's no other way around it, dude. I mean, it's like you're literally sitting there cheering for a racial, home, uh, a racial uh, slur to have been thrown out when it just wasn't, man. I mean, look, something I said in a video yesterday. Some of our subscribers, who are very smart, said, look, when you're... When you're running out of things racial or woke to say, you've got to start manufacturing the crap. Well, that's what you just did here, was you manufactured this BS. This is total crap. Um, I feel sorry for this fan, because there's no telling the kind of things that, that he is dealing with. Can you imagine if this fan lost his job over this? Or something like that? Because that's been known to happen these days which is utterly ridiculous, but that is that has been known to happen. If, a, if backlash like this hits social media too much, people start losing jobs and things like that. Lewis Brinson, you didn't even react when you were in the batter's box. I mean, what does that say, dude? You wouldn't have spun around? You wouldn't have said something to the guy? And then the fans sitting around this fan have said that's not what the guy said. Dude, everybody would have reacted if this guy dropped a big old fat N-bomb in there. It's obvious now this guy didn't do it. Come on. Lewis Brinson, I don't know you, but I'm ashamed of the fact that you're pulling a full Bubba Wallace, Jesse Smollett situation here, doubling down on something that is false. This didn't happen, man. Deal with it. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, guys, what a crazy, crazy week when it comes to sports and race, because is this a racial slur? Did this person say a racial slur? There's two different stories actually going on right now, but the overwhelming coverage is focused on the Colorado Rockies fan who said Dinger. Dinger, that's what he said. Investigation is out there. He did not say a racial slur, but however, that was the main talking point and that whole thing has been debunked. But however, something slipped through the cracks, folks, and even we missed it over here. Devin Funches actually did say a racial slur, an NFL player. And guys, the media attention on him has been pretty much next to none. Next to none. Now, guys, ESPN now is getting called out for their lack of coverage on Devin Funches. But yet 
they were focusing all their attention on the Colorado Rockies incident. And I'm not really surprised by this because we know the way that Walt Center works. To them, racism can only go one way for the most part. And we know what kind of way that is. But let's go hit OutKick, man. OutKick actually calls out ESPN and also, folks, one of ESPN's staff writers who is Asian calls out the mainstream media, which includes ESPN as well. But it says here, why is ESPN so uninterested in Devin Funches using an anti-Asian slur? This is a very, very good question. Now, they did cover it briefly, and I do mean briefly, because guys, check this out. If you actually go over to ESPN right now, this is MLB. And uh, the, the player here, Brinson, says he heard he hears slur after reviewing video talking about the Colorado Rockies incident. Lewis Brinson, Rose did a video on that. But however, the investigation is over it and it's not true. But however, on ESPN, this is one of their top headlines under MLB. But if you go over to NFL, you don't see anything about Devin Funches to be found. And this is what ESPN is calling out here, guys. But let's go on. Let's read this here. What a weekend it was from those looking to be outraged over moments of racism. The usual suspect blue check marks were livid Sunday over what they deemed to be a Rockies fan yelling the N-word at a black Marlins batter when it turned out he was yelling dinger at the Rockies mascot. Meanwhile, early Sunday morning, Packers wide receiver Devin Funches was issuing an apology for an anti-Asian slur during the press conference. During the press conference, Funches said he could tell when reporters were smiling because their eyes would go, and you can read it right there. I'm not going to say it right here because of uh, YouTube. You know that. Alerted that this was a problem, Funches fired up his notes app to pin the apology. Now, at least he did apologize, folks. But if you actually go and watch the clip, the media that he was talking to, they just seemed to let it go. They didn't pay any attention to what he said. And yes, it was offensive. Now, what the Rockies uh, fan said wasn't offensive whatsoever because he was addressing the mascot and he said dinger. But guys, ESPN's own staff writer here, and I, I'm assuming you pronounce his name is on John or Joan. I'm not really sure. He tweeted this out a few days ago. Devin Funches apologized for this, but the lack of media coverage over his use of an anti-Asian slur the casualness in how he dropped the word and the way nobody at the press conference decides to follow up speaks to the media's larger systemic problems covering AAPI issues. Now, I didn't know what AAPI meant, but it means um, uh, Asians and Pacific Islanders. That's what it means. But uh, he also calls out and reminds reminds us of this. MLB and Rob Manfred suspended Yuli Gurriel, who was with the Astros, the World Series 2017, for doing the slanted eye gesture during the World Series, but let Gurriel play the rest of the games and serve his suspension the following season. There should be no tolerance for casual racism towards the AAPI community. 
and you can see Yuli, Yuli Guriel right there. And you can see Devin Funches right there. Now, Yuli actually did this in a game. I believe he had hit a home run, if I'm not mistaken. This was, you know, four years ago. Off of uh, you, Darvish, if I'm not mistaken. And then he did the gesture. What's the point here? It says, well, look what's on the main sidebar this morning over at ESPN.com. The votes at the worldwide leader sure aren't ready to let go of the Rockies incident that the team cleared on Monday. And you can see right there, uh, Brenson says he hears slur after reviewing video. And this is on the homepage of ESPN. It's not there now, uh, but it's still up on the MLB part, as you can uh, actually see right there. So now one of their own is calling out the mainstream media because let's let's be honest, folks. The sports media is so afraid to criticize black athletes. They are. And we've seen over the past year, black athletes, you know, they talked about, um, uh, Jews and things like that. And also the Asian community and the media is pretty solid. The media actually goes pretty easy on these guys. Now in the NBA, there was a, uh, a white NBA player. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but I really probably can't remember off the top of my head. This player actually ended up, uh, saying something, um, uh, discriminatory towards a, uh, a racial group of people. And, the media heat was on him. It was hot because he was a white guy. Don't remember exactly what it is off the top of my head at the moment. If you guys remember, it was in the NBA this past season. So let, let us know that in the comments below. But what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of the media silence on Devin Funches? Just let him get away with it. And if you watch the clip here, guys, you will see that uh, Devin Funches is just acting like it's a joke, acting like it's no big deal. And the media doesn't even follow up and say, hey, man, you went too far right there. This is not right. This is not right. And ESPN just swept it under the rug, you know, because, you know, they're all down with the BLM. And when you're on the side of BLM, nobody else matters. So they're giving Devin Funches a pass for the most part. And I can guarantee you guys, we know if Devin Funches was of a particular skin color. And I'm not even going to mention the skin color because you guys know that he would be getting crucified right now. And chances are probably he would probably be suspended from the NFL. But yeah, guys, doesn't seem like hardly anything or nothing is actually going to happen to him. It's pretty much been swept under the rug because he did come out and apologize. I give him, give him credit for apologizing. But we know we see the hypocrisy when it comes to the sports media, certain group of people can say whatever they want. Another group of people will get crucified if they say the wrong thing. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. 
The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. Well, this is interesting. A couple of dudes years ago start a sports entity of some kind wanting to talk about sports. And now they have a chance to broadcast Major League Baseball games. A couple of dudes talking about sports. Where have I heard that before? Hmm? Eh, I don't know. I'm I'm lost. Major League Baseball, Barstool Sports, enter significant talks to broadcast games. Dave Portnoy continuing to try to build that brand. Uh, this is from the New York Post and Andrew Marchand. Okay. Major League Baseball and Barstool Sports have had significant negotiations about having national midweek games on the site's platforms, the Post has learned. The discussions are what Barstool founder Dave Portnoy was referring to last week when he mentioned his company has had major talks with major leagues. MLB and Barstool potentially could team up to create a new type of broadcast with a focus on in-game gambling. Wow. Okay. The talks have started recently, and while they have picked up steam, an agreement is not yet a certainty. One source deemed it 50-50. MLB and Barstool declined to comment. Major League Baseball currently has national games with Fox, Turner, and ESPN. As part of the new ESPN contract that begins next year, the network dropped regular non-exclusive Monday and Wednesday games, leaving MLB trying to find a buyer for that inventory. Turner will move its regular season games to Tuesday from Sundays beginning next year. YouTube is a possibility for the midweek national games as it streamed MLB games for three years. Peacock just did a weekend series last month as well and is seen as a contender. You would think Peacock would be all over that. But Barstool sticks out because it has a connection to a younger MLB, uh, younger audience MLB craves and could possibly create buzz with its alternative delivery. Barstool would be expected to deliver the games through its website, Instagram, and Twitter accounts. So a three-headed streaming monster there. Barstool recently announced that it would be a title sponsor and broadcaster for college Air, college football's Arizona Bowl. Arizona Bowl? Okay. The platform is expected to soon sign other deals for live rights. As is, Barstool, as is, Barstool won't. The Arizona Bowl broadcast is not expected to be traditional in its delivery, which could appeal to the MLB. Noah Garden, MLB's chief revenue officer, has been wanting baseball to become younger. He has not been shy about expanding into gambling, and he likes the idea of alternative broadcast. The Better's Eye, a baseball betting-focused show, was scheduled for Monday, and new episodes are scheduled for the next three Mondays on MLB Network. Previously, segments of the program have run on MLB Network. MLB Network, during a few of its games this year, has featured what it termed the Clubhouse Edition approach with CC Sabathia, among others. For Bar- Barstool, it is trying to cent- be the center of convergence of sports gambling, media, and now potentially live games. 
Barstool's parent company, Penn National, just bought the Canadian betting app, The Score. It has sports books in several states with the list growing and now is moving into live rights. There's one major issue that all streamers have to overcome to make in-game gambling a reality. The lag time between live action and the stream must be eliminated if betting in-game is to become a reality. Doing business with Barstool could come with controversy for the MLB as Barstool has been accused of misogynistic behavior. Here we go. But Barstool has been embraced by many top major leaguers, including Bryce Harper, making a making it a possible, possibly a popular choice with some players. It does go on to say the games might be also non-exclusive, meaning that they could choose to use Barstool and its platforms as a streaming platform, but still have the game showed on a local regional level. That's most likely what would happen, at least with the teams themselves. Uh, So, I don't know how well this would work. All I can tell you is MLB's ratings, in a lot of ways, are not good. Their ratings, especially on the Major League Baseball Network, are not good. Some of that is still fallout from what Rob Manford pulled with the All-Star game. I've said, look, Major League Baseball uh, needs to figure out it needs more stars. Back in the day, it had plenty of stars. Now you got Shohei Otane, and that's about it, okay? I mean, Bryce Harper's there, Mike Trout's there, but it just feels like baseball is lacking those larger-than-life dudes. Conseco, McGuire, Sosa. It just so happens all the big stars were also juicers. Unfortunately, it always felt like to me like that was a better product that we was witnessing during those days. I mean, it just, that's what it felt like. You know, Derek Jeter's gone. All these personalities are no longer involved in baseball. Randy Johnson, Pedro, Roger Clemens. I don't feel like anybody has that kind of draw anymore in Major League Baseball. Uh, I do think it's very cool that an entity like Barstool that started very small and very independently has a chance to actually get live games on their platform. That's a big deal. That's got to feel great for Dave Portnoy. Now, you're getting involved in betting. And I understand he bet he bet on games. He even bet on games supposedly I believe his team was playing in. But if you're going to get involved with gambling, I need Rob Manfred in Major League Baseball to take another look at Pete Rose. Okay? The Major League Baseball hits leader, personally speaking, I think Pete, who was very obvious when he played, Pete was Charlie Hustle. Okay? Uh, He never skimped on the hustle when he was playing baseball. You got to take another look at Pete Rose. Okay? I know Pete is not the most likable guy in the world. He's not. Okay? Pete's kind of a douchebag, if you want to know the truth. But it doesn't matter. Um, He needs to be sort of glanced at again for the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. All right? Um, Look, Major League Baseball hits leader, in my opinion. Guy that always gave it his all on the field. There was never any confusion there. You know, Pete was always trying to win. Tell me what you think, Black and White Live fans. I think that's kind of cool. 
Barstool, Major League Baseball, live games. Wow. Hmm. Could black and white sports ever broadcast games? UFC, Dana White, where are you at? A little early in the game for that, but you never know. Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriance for Black and White Live. The other day, we made a video because we felt it was wildly unfair that the media was absolutely obliterating Kirk Cousins because it seems, nobody really knows, but it seems as if maybe Kirk Cousins isn't vaccinated. We don't know. All of these media entities has decided to just come out and assume, well, we know that Lamar Jackson is not vaccinated because he's just basically come out and said it. Well, well, finally, and look, I don't think anybody should be railroaded over whether or not they want to take the vaccine. If they do, great. If they don't, great. Okay? That's up to them. It's their own personal choice. But, and you won't hear me say this often, got to give Stephen A. Smith credit because he has come out and he has hammered Lamar Jackson for not wanting to get the vaccine. Now, I don't like the fact that he went after Jackson over the vaccine, but I do give him credit for at least evening the playing field out between him and Kirk Cousins, okay? I don't think they should be addressing any of this crap if you want to know the absolute truth. But let's get to this story because, yeah, Stephen A. Smith laid the smackdown on Lamar Jackson big time. Stephen A. Smith blast twice COVID-stricken Lamar Jackson for still being on the fence about the vaccine. Despite catching COVID twice and watching the NFL impose strict protocols on unvaccinated players, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson remains unsure about getting the jab. According to ESPN's Stephen A. Smith, Jackson's hesitancy is, quote, mind-boggling. Good God. Okay. Jackson returned to the training camp this weekend after his second bout with COVID in the last eight months. The former MVP was asked about by reporters about the possibility of getting vaccinated to avoid a third positive test, but he was noncommittal. Quote, I got to talk to my team about this and see how they feel about it. Jackson adding, that's also speaking with the doctors, but Jackson had a minimum of six month, months to start gathering information from his teammates and doctors about the vaccine. Quote, just the other day, we got all over Kirk Cousins because of how ridiculous he appeared to be, Smith said on Tuesday on first take regarding the Minnesota Vikings quarterback claiming he won't get vaccinated but will consider surrounding himself with plexiglass to avoid COVID. Okay, so I guess I guess he did kind of come out and say he wasn't vaccinated, finally. Quote, and by the way, I don't feel like they ought to have to say anything. I don't. I don't think the media should even be asking this question. Okay? But, I will say this. 
it like we've said before, it's a competitive balance issue because you're looking at possibly losing games, which means it's ridiculous that the NFL might hold the players out, elite athletes, over this thing to begin with. Okay, that's what I find ridiculous and the ridiculous protocols that differ between one entity on the team and the other entity on the team. Quote, I felt that it was important that if we're going to get on Kirk Cousins, we need to get on Lamar Jackson, Smith continued. I think his situation is just as, if not more, egregious than Kirk Cousins because Lamar Jackson already tested positive for COVID. He already missed a game. It's incredibly alarming that he's 24 years of age and he says, well, I got to talk to my teammates. Where the hell have you been, Smith said of Jackson. Have you not been talking to them? What have you been doing? Smith said, and his co-host, Max Kellerman, both acknowledged the hypocrisy of NFL players being hesitant about getting vaccinated while simultaneously opting to load their bodies with various substances throughout their careers. Suddenly, you need to know everything and all the ingredients about this vaccine? When throughout your professional and collegiate career, stuff was injected into your body that you had limited knowledge about. Okay. Give me a break. Come on, man. It's ridiculous. Well, look, Stephen A., look, Max Kellerman, you're both ridiculous. You're all ridiculous. Kirk Cousins and Lamar Jackson have chose to make a personal choice, one that is unbelievable that you guys feel like you, number one, the whole thing about people believing it is their business to know whether or not you're, you're, what your vaccination status is, that is, the, that is one of the craziest scenarios of this whole thing. Uh, but here we go again. All the members of the media pushing this on players. Like I said, the only bit of credit I do give Stephen A. here is the fact that he at least decided to be fair between Kirk Cousins and Lamar Jackson, which you don't see very much at all, but they shouldn't be getting on either one of them. It's their own personal business. Look, if Lamar Jackson chooses to get COVID 14 times, it's his business if he still don't want to take the damn jab. Stop it. I mean, come on. It's absolutely insane. These media types are eight up over this issue. They are eight up. It's crazy. It's crazy. But look, Stephen A., at least you were fair in this one instance, even if I don't agree with the subject to begin with. I, I mean, the fact that this is this is the story in the NFL and preseason games start Thursday night. I mean, Mac Jones will be on the damn field, and we're talking about this freaking vaccine. Why? Because they may hold players out of games over it. It's crazy. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. Stephen A., more egregious than Kirk Cousins. Peace them out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.